What's good? Welcome to the Post Talk Podcast presented by Mally Way. It's your boy Malik. Thanks for tuning in. So the Raptors, they won three in a row. They're 10 and 12. They moved up in the standings. So right now they're sitting at the seventh seed. That's crazy. First and foremost, I got to apologize to my squad because, um, you know, I was on the bandwagon. You know, obviously I knew it wasn't realistic, but I was on the bandwagon to try to get Jalen Green, um, you know, my boy Cade Cunningham. You know, this draft is, you know, this draft had me excited for a second, but obviously the Raptors are a little too talented. Um, I don't even know if they're, you know, they're probably not going to finish in the top, you know, in the bottom 10 of the league or in the Eastern Conference. So uh, that was wishful thinking. But um, tonight, they were playing the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the Raptors won, obviously. Uh, 123 to 117. Now, this game was all kind of crazy, man. This game was exciting. A lot was going on in terms of, you know, refereeing, in terms of COVID protocol. Um, you know, the Raptors, you know, Choosing this game to, to 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 bring out their championship heart. Norman Powell starting. OG Ananobi was out. Um, you know, let's break everything down, man, because this this was an exciting game. Um, the big three was kind of there, um, but yeah, let's break this down. Let's see what happened there. But yeah, first and foremost, man, it's Super Bowl weekend. It's crazy, bro. Kansas City Chiefs. Versus, uh, obviously, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bro. So, technically, this, you know, the Super Bowl is in our is in our hometown, you know, for, for Raptors fans. The Raptors fans are Tampa Bay um, residents for this year. So, um, it's crazy, man. It's crazy that the Raptors had to be on a mini road trip for that because I don't even know why they did that. Maybe, it, maybe it's because they needed, you know, some capacity. The football football game's not being played at the, um, at the Amalia Arena. So, I don't really know if they kind of, if it was coincidence or if they wanted the Raptors to be on a road trip, yo, if I was on a Raptors team, I'd be cheese, because, yo, I was expecting that, you know, we would be playing, and, um, you know, once we're done with the game, you know, you could have your family out there, you know, enjoy the Super Bowl, but, uh, unfortunately, the Raptors are on a road trip, um, you know, they played at Brooklyn tonight, that was a good game, like I said, we're, we're going to break this down in a second, um, but then, you know, they're, 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 they're flying off to Atlanta, Memphis, Washington, Boston, and then, you know, the next time they're back in Tampa Bay will be like, what, February 14th when they're facing the Minnesota Timberwolves. So that's crazy, man. We had a temporary home in Tampa Bay and we can't even enjoy the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm not even sure they could have gotten in. There's probably going to be a lot of a lot of COVID protocol, but um, it would have been nice if they were in Tampa Bay, right? They could have been enjoying that, but um Super Bowl weekend, man. Started off with uh, fireworks. Obviously, the Raptors, like I said, was in Brooklyn. Um, this game was, was you know, highly anticipated. You know, the big three. This is, you know, Kevin Durant's first time facing the Raptors since the finals 2019 when um, he tore his Achilles. Everybody was making excuses. I mean, you know, you know how it goes. The Raptors, you know, they had something to prove. They came out with the same defensive intensity. Raptors defense was, you know, they were, they were locked and loaded tonight, man. From from the jump, from the first quarter, you know, they were up in the in in, in uh, the Brooklyn Net players. Um, Kevin Durant obviously didn't start the game. Um, you know, they it was reported that he came came into contact with somebody who had an inconclusive inconclusive po- uh, positive test or inconclusive COVID test rather. 
And um, that's the reason why they didn't let him start. But, which is crazy about that is, he came back, like, you know, maybe three to four minutes into the game. They let him came back because um, they said that Kevin Durant had tested negative three times throughout the day. And then somehow they got a negative test for that person who was first inconclusive. So, first of all, this doesn't even sound right because something's wrong with here. But, like, if somebody has an inconclusive test, um, you know, you shouldn't even be putting, if you're going to do contact tracing on Kevin Durant, you shouldn't be putting the rest of the team in jeopardy. So something tells me that, yo, these guys really wanted to play this game. I don't know if it's because it's the Raptors. Kevin Durant has something to prove. But, you know, he got his ass locked up. He came. He played. He played 19 minutes. This is like the second time in his career that Kevin Durant never scored more than 10 points. The first time was, you know, a couple years back when he got injured. So that's understandable. He got injured like one minute into the game. So that's understandable that he didn't score more than 10 points. But in this game... He came pretty early in the first, and he played all the way through uh, through to the third. Like, I think at the ninth-minute mark in the third was when they told him, oh, you know, the um, you know the person he came in contact with actually tested positive, so they had to kick him off. So 19 minutes is still a, you know, a decent amount of minutes for a superstar. You should be able to score double figures. And, uh, I mean, he scored eight points. So, you know, for all the haters out there that were saying that, you know, Kevin, if Kevin Durant was in a game... Um, in game five of the, of the finals, we would have lost, or blah, blah, blah. Or we would have lost the series altogether. There you go, man. That's what I've been telling you. If, um, if, you, if you, you you can never, you know, if you let the coach game plan against you, and if you um, if your your team's locked in on your superstar, doesn't matter how great you are. These guys are all NBA players. They all get paid. Kevin Durant, you know, to be honest, the Raptors played good defense. James Harden at the end of the game said that, you know, they were kind of thrown off because, um, you know, KD was in and out. They were a little confused, kind of killed the rhythm. But at the end of the day, you guys, you guys have three Hall of Famers, man. Like, we can't be hearing that type of excuse. The Raptors, you know, they came to play. You know, the Nets didn't. Um, you know, so I'm going to leave it at that, man. But, yeah, if you look at the box score, it's crazy, man. Lowry played 37 minutes. Uh, Van Fleet, 38. By the way, the starting lineup was Lowry, Van Fleet, you know, Norman Powell, Siakam, and Aaron Baines. Um, you know, everybody played over 30 minutes except Baines, obviously, because Baines is there for, you know, his physicality, his, his rebounding abilities. But, um, you know, again, we're what, almost, you know, almost 20 games into the season. He still hasn't really shown that he could, you know, he could effectively work the pick and roll with Lowry. Lowry sets him, you know, sets Baines up a lot of time. And then Baines just, I don't know what he does, man. When he catches the ball, like he's not even trying to pull a decent move. I think he's just... He flings it into the basket, but, um, you know, they're going to have to work on that. At least he's getting better at rebounding and positioning. So that's good for uh, for Aaron Baines. So he played 17 minutes. Um, but, you know, Pascal, you know, Pascal, look, you know, he was in his bags tonight, man. Pascal, I think um, he's, he's watching films. He's realizing that he's not that good of a shooter, which is pretty much what I've been saying the whole season. I've been saying that since last year. Last year, he was feeling himself because, you know, guys, we still had the veteran guys, right? We still had Ibaka. We still had you know, uh, Marcus Gasol, so they were kind of empowering him to shoot, um, and then I feel like this year, he started off trying to take way too many threes, way too many long jumpers, you know, this game, he looks like he went into the study room, he, you know, every possession, he was looking for mismatch, going in the paint, um, you know, hitting them with, you know, post-up, layups, you know, even the spin move was working tonight, everything was working, and then when they were trying to double, 
Um, you know, he was finding guys open. Bembry had a had a few threes. He was finding Norman Powell, who, you know, Norman Powell was hitting step back threes. You know, he was feeling it tonight. Um, like I mentioned earlier, you know, when Norman Powell starts, um, you know, the Raptors are so much more better. I don't know why. He plays with so much more confidence. Um, he's way more active when he starts. Um, and even the numbers back it up. I don't have the numbers right now, but if you look at the numbers in terms of Norman Powell when he starts, when he comes off the bench, his numbers, you know, his, his productivity increases when he starts. Um, I just think he's, you know, he's a natural starter for our team. And Van Fleet should be, probably be, you know, the point guard. And then Van Fleet plays at the two. Uh, you know, but in order for that to happen, you got to have Larry either come off the bench or, you know, take a lesser role. Tonight was not a night that Lowry was going to let himself, you know, get outshined by the younger guys because, you know, Lowry came to ball, man. This was the Lowry. This was game six, you know, first quarter, game six, Lowry. That's what I seen in this game, the game six of the finals. Lowry played 37 minutes, had 30 points. You know, he shot 66% or 67% from the field. Um, he even shot 67% from the three. He was six for nine from the three. This guy was, you know, was, you know, plus minus was at 12. He had, you know, ridiculous, like seven assists. Lowry came to play, man. He was a leader, man. He was, he was vocal. Um, you know, he even got elbowed in the face, you know, got a little, got a little bandaid there. Um, he wanted this game. He wanted this game, man. This, um, this was a statement win. You know, obviously the season is not a season that we think we're going to make it to the finals, but this was a statement wins. You know, I was trying to think, I was thinking more for the future of the season, you know, trying to, um, you know, get the guys off the bench a little bit more experience, try to get a high draft pick if we can, maybe trading Larry, even though Larry's is the heart and soul of the team. But this game, you know, this game gave me a little hope, gave me a little hope that if we make the playoffs, we can actually compete with some of these guys. But then again, you know, let's not get, you know, ahead of ourselves. It's one game, one regular season game. And again, there's a lot of, like, bullshit going on with, um, you know, COVID protocol. Um, Malika Andrews, you know, from the start of the game, she was, you know, she was just tweeting like crazy. Her and uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, they were both just tweeting, you know, back and forth. Um, we're going we're gonna to hear from the NBA on this game because, you know, something wasn't right. Something definitely wasn't right. KD comes in the game and... You're telling me somebody had an inconclusive test that came into contact with Katie, so you don't know whether he's positive and negative. And then you tell us he's negative, and then he turns out to be positive, and you have to pull Katie out. Again, man, I hope this doesn't, like, result. Um, they also, they even mentioned that Katie's not, they're planning that he's probably not going to travel with the Brooklyn Nets. So, you know, it's, it's worrying. It makes it seem like maybe the next Raptors game is probably going to be postponed now because they're probably going to have to do contact tracing on everybody who was on the court. But um, that's the year we're living in right now, man, with the pandemic. It's uh, it's crazy out there. The Brooklyn Nets have just done a better job just, I guess, not playing. If they knew it was going to cause this much trouble, I think he was better off probably not playing this game. But, yeah, as far as the Raptors, man, they were they were in their bags, man. Like I said, Siakam, you know, 33 and 11, six assists. This guy, you know, one block. This guy shot 52% from the field. Um, he was 0 for 2 from 3, obviously. But, you know, at least he only took two threes, right? So he, like I said, he dominated in the paint, plus 20 points in the paint. And um, he shot, non, he shot uh, 9 for 10 from the free throw line, so 90%. Um, you know, Siakam, you know, this, this was a, a dominant, in my opinion, a dominant Siakam game. If he, can, if he can produce like this consistently, if he could 
find a spot like this consistently and against greater defenders because the Raptors, because sorry, the Brooklyn Nets, you know, their defense is questionable. Everybody's been, you know, roasting them on their defense. But, you know, if Siakam can do this against, you know, tougher competition, it's going to be really impressive. That's going to be really impressive. Um, on the Brooklyn Nets part, like I said earlier, man, Kyrie Irving, that was a weird game for Kyrie because what he had 15 points, um, shot pretty good, six for 12. But in the fourth quarter, I don't even think he scored a point. Um, so he got locked down there. You know, their teammates were shooting well. You know, they they were creating for their teammates, obviously. Um, Harden had a lot of assists. To, to, to he had 12 assists. You know, a lot of them you know came to DeAndre Jordan on alley on lobs. Um, Joe Harris was hitting a lot of threes. What was he? I think he was he was five from eight from the three. Um, so Joe Harris, you know, he he comes. He's a defensive-minded shooter. Like that's what I like about him. Um, you know, in college, you know, he played under uh, you know a tough defensive system. So he he's a shooter, but he comes in. He does the dirty, the dirty work too. Five rebounds, and um, no, he you know he put in work. He put in work. But in terms of the stars, again, Kyrie. You know, the Raptors defense must have must have corralled this guy because he he struggled a little bit. Um, James Harden only 17 points. He only took eight shots. James Harden is usually a guy that you know that's going to take double-digit shots. He took eight shots. He you know he's, he was four for eight, 50 percent, two for five from three, and uh, he got most of his points at the free throw lines. Again, the uh, refereeing was questionable, but um, that's the part of the game, man. Huh? It was it was questionable for both teams, so I uh, can't even complain. Can't even complain. I'm not even mad at that. But yeah, last thing I was going to touch on was um, the NBA just announced that they wanted to hold the All-Star game in Atlanta. I thought that was dead. I don't even understand like why they're you know bringing that up. But, you know, obviously it's a business. Um, you know, they, 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 they asked, you know, De'Aaron Fox about it from the Sacramento Kings. They were asking LeBron James. Um, it kind of caught the players by surprise. So I don't know if the players union um, were planning on playing an All-Star game this year. I know that they hadn't, you know, they hadn't released the second half of the schedule yet because of COVID, you know, postponements and things like that. But I didn't realize they actually wanted to pull an All-Star game. But, I mean, you know, if it's going to generate revenue, man, they're going to have to do it. LeBron wasn't too thrilled. He wasn't trying to do an All-Star game, you know, obviously. But it's going to be in, in Atlanta, you know, in Georgia, obviously. You know, the, the their rules are a little bit more lax. And, um, yeah, there's probably not going to be any fans. It's going to be a weird experience, but... I guess it's just one game. If if they don't stretch it too long with you know the All Star festivities, it should be cool. But for me personally, that was unnecessary. They should have just gave these guys a week off. That's what I thought they were gonna do. I was pretty sure they were just gonna give them a week, you know, a week or two off for the All Star break. But you know, Adam Silver. Adam Silver is usually a pretty thoughtful guy, so I'm assuming he did his homework. They probably think they can, you know, they can manage this, you know, pretty quickly. And um, yeah, I man, let the players shine. Let the players shine. But yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that, man. This 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 was a dope game. Um, like I said, Raptors, big win for one of their biggest wins of this season, in my opinion. And um, yeah, props to Larry, props to uh, Norman Powell, you know, props to obviously uh, Siakam. Um, you know, if I'm gonna hand out a game ball, um, you know, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. Siakam and Larry, you know, they went head to head for you know whoever deserves that game ball. But um, I mean, if I had to give it to someone, I'll give I'll give it to Siakam. I'll give it to Siakam, man, because we already know Lowry's the heart and soul of the team. So like, this shouldn't be surprising. But Siakam, he showed me growth. You know, picking his spots, like I said, 
um, you know, you know, looking for mismatches. He was, you know, trying to post up Kyrie, and then he posted up Joe Harris a few times. And then he was even going at, you know, Jeff Green, some of the bigger bodies, Jeff Green and, um, and DeAndre Jordan. But then when he was doing that, he was doing it to pull the defense in and then finding the open man. And um, he didn't take a lot of threes, so, you know, I rate him for that. He's learning from his mistakes. And, um, you know, this was a beautifully, uh, beautifully played uh, game for Siakam, so he deserves a game ball. And then, you know, shout-outs to, uh, you know, Chris Boucher and DeAndre Bembry. These guys, you know, they both played, um, you know, 26 and 24 minutes, respectively. And they put in work, man. You know, Bembry came in defensively, did a great job on James Harden. Um, he knew not to, um, you know, not, not to reach too much. You know, just move with your feet, stay in front of him. And then as soon as, you know, when Harden realizes he can't, you know, draw a foul, he tries to go in. And then as soon as he did that, he got help a lot of times from Chris Boucher. And then the ball had to move, man. The ball had to move. The uh, Raptors made sure that the Brooklyn Nets played a game that they're not comfortable playing. Um, so, you know, it was, it, was, it was great to watch, man. And then obviously the other guys, Stanley Johnson, Yuto Watanabe, um, you know, the rotation was tight tonight. You know, we didn't see no Terrence Davis. We didn't see no Matt Thomas. Um, so, you know, these uh, seven and eight guys did their job. You know, they did their thing today. Um, and obviously Norman Powell, man, you know, big shout out to Norman Powell. You're going to get your time soon, man. You're going to get your time soon. But yeah, I mean, I'm going to leave it at that. You know, thanks for tuning in, man. Um, you know, check out the Spotify. Check out check out for the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, but yeah, man, until next time, man. Peace.